Hello, hello, hello. Nick here. And before we get into this week's episode, I just want to do a couple little housekeeping notes for all you lovely listeners. First thing that I want to announce is a big, fat congratulation to the winners. That's right. Two winners of this year's art contest. And those winners are Mickey the Guy and Casual Chaos. They will both receive title of Kings of Art. Well done to both of you. Thank you so much for your submissions. They were fantastic. And now that we have that out of the way, I want to take a quick moment. A couple weeks ago, I let you all know that for the new Tyrant's Grass AP that we are doing, we will be doing recap episodes at the end of each book. Now, we're getting very close to the end of book one. I believe the final episode will be coming out in two weeks for you listeners on Friday as usual. But I wanted to give you a reminder, this is a great opportunity for anybody if they have questions about this AP, if you have questions on how we do the podcast if you have questions for just us personally you want to know our favorite color our favorite food that kind of thing this is your chance you can submit questions to our email which is inspired at gmail.com if you're on our discord server feel free to send a dm to me or any of the other members uh, if you want to post it on our Facebook page, however you want to get it to us, just let us know. We will be reading questions live on the episode and answering them for you. So, yeah, anything that you ever wanted to know about us, this is your chance. So make sure you get those questions in. And the final piece of housekeeping news that I want to make everyone aware of if you weren't already we launched our first episode of the War for the Crown AP. This is a Patreon-exclusive AP that we will be running. It will be for all Patreons of the $5 tier and above, and any Patreon of the $10 tier or higher will actually be able to listen in live as we record the episodes. It is recorded once a month, the third Monday of every month is when we will be recording. We had a absolute blast with our Patreons that were on for the live recording two weeks ago. And I have to tell you guys, it's only been one episode of this AP so far. But boy, is it going to be full of shenanigans and hijinks and just absolute laughs from start to finish. You really don't want to miss this. It, you know, if you can be a Patreon, I highly recommend it. This is absolutely going to be worth every bit of money that you can donate. We hope to see some fresh new faces for next month's live recording. Again, it will be the third Monday of July that we will be recording live. You can listen in on our Discord server. And yeah. That's pretty much the housekeeping for this week, so I will shut the hell up and let you all enjoy episode number 25, Worst Piñata Ever. Handle with care and do not open with sharp objects.
We're the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. How's everybody doing? I don't think my box was handled with care. <laughs> yeah, my box got dropped a couple times. Every time I see Do Not Open the Sharp Object, all I can picture is someone being like, how the fuck am I supposed to open this box? <laughs> and like, they just like bludgeon it with a hammer until it opens. My first thought was punch it open. Yeah, bludgeon it. Like, how else yep. do you open the box if you can't use a sharp object? All right. Uh, so let's see. You guys, we left off in Death Bower. The Whomping Willow. Yeah, you guys have gotten in a couple scuffles already. Uh, not very good uh, house guests. Well, they haven't been very good hosts either. Yeah, that's probably true. But, I mean, have you ever heard of turning the other cheek? So here we are, and you guys are currently fighting a tree. Because, you know, that's just what your lives have come to. <laughs> yeah, I really don't even uh, question it. <laughs> uh, you you had a very brief scuffle with a couple witch crows, but they, uh, they quickly peaced out. And so here we go. Up first is a shaken rogyar. Okay. Well, shaken rogyar is still going to uh, take a shot at this bone raw willow. So let's... Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to push this thing, nor do I really care, because Viper is behind it anyway. So what I am going to do is take another five-foot step away from it, just to, you know, just to be that little bit farther away. And then I'll shoot it. All right. And that is an 18 to hit. That will hit. Ooh, nice. That's another 15 damage. Oh, my God. My hero. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next is Uhtred. Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step here. I believe this thing, if I remember correctly, has a 10-foot reach. That is what we learned. I know it's DR bludgeoning, but I'm guessing trees don't like a bunch of acid on them, so I'm going to hit it with an acid splash. Okay. It's a 15 to hit. 15 versus its touch AC will hit. Nice. And it's going to take, come on, two damage, two acid damage. Right in its trunk. It seems like it's uh, really beat up. <laughs> but just then, the witch crows reappear. Uh, though they like swoop down at you from over the hedges. And uh, one is going to attack Uhtred, and the other is going to attack Rogyar. What bastards. Yeah, right. I'm okay with those targets. Okay, so uh, Uhtred does a 23 beat your AC. Yep. Okay. And Rogyar does a, uh, hey, a 23 beat your AC. Yeah, it does. I hope you're rolling really, really, really well over there. That was your DM. I mean, that was a pretty good roll, but. All right, all right. All right, uh, Uhtred, you take three points of damage from its talon as it rakes across the top of your head. Ow. And Rogyar, you only take two points of damage. Ah, blasted crow. <laughs> That's it? Just damage? Um, well, I mean, do you want more? I think that's the first time something's damaged us and not added something onto the. Damage. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's been the that's been a rarity in this campaign, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're so used to hearing you take seven damage and <laughs> and <laughs> and. I never thought I could hate one singular word so much. All right, Bone Rot Willow is going to take a five foot step south, and that might sound like a silly thing for me to say, uh, but. If like anybody who's watching it, like would see almost like hundreds of like 
phalanges, like finger bones, like kind of like pick it up and then it kind of like centipedes itself five feet south. I'm just imagining it like popping up on little toes and just like tiptoeing. Yeah, that's probably a pretty silly uh, <laughs> mental image too. And it sounds silly to me, but it, like the silliness kind of makes it like like a little unsettling too. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's exactly how it describes it as uh, working. So it's gonna in a thirty foot cone. Uh, it's gonna blast Thalias, no, Utrid, and Rogyar, and the two witch crows are gonna get caught in this as well uh, by it ejecting a, a cone of bone shards at you. Bone shards, the good kind or the bad kind. Uh, the kind that you need to make a reflex save to avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a 12 for Rogyar. Yeah, uh, I'm going to add a plus 8 with a hero point to this. Nice. Ooh. Uhtred got a 12. Thalias got an 18. 12s will not be enough to pass. Thalias, uh, you still get you still get uh, hit by these bone shards, but you're only going to take half damage. Oh, Oh, wow. Uh, so, Utrid and Rogyar each take 14 points of damage. Well, damn. I can't take another one of those. <laughs> and Thalias takes only 7 points of damage and avoids the bleed. Uh, the Witch Crows are each taking uh, some damage as well. Well, I know I blasted one of these Witch Crows in the face, so I'm hoping that kills one of them. <laughs> didn't, it didn't kill him, but he's uh, he definitely fe- uh, is feeling it. Uh, okay, so with that out of the way, it is now Thalias' turn. All right. Well, I don't appreciate those bone shards, so I'm going to teach that tree a lesson with the bludgeoning part of my shovel. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, pretty smart. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. I will move up to him. Okay, let's go provoke. And Well, I'm all about flanking trees, so I'll go in the spot that um, looks like we can most... Uh, most likely get our flank off. All right. Uh, is your That's movement going to be a charge? Ooh, good question. Um, charging a tree. How likely is that? Here, well, yeah. Let's so do it'll it. be a plus two on your attack roll at the end of your movement, but you're going to have a minus two on your AC for one turn. Uh, ooh. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's uh, look at that provoked attack. Yeah, let's look at it. That's an 11. Ha! No provoke. I mean, no hit. Yeah. Revoked. No provoked. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. You're right nice. there with it. <laughs> All right. Let's see that attack roll. All right. Let's see it. 26. 26 will hit. Seven damage. With seven damage, you destroy the tree. Yeah. yeah so badass. It's just a spray of like, like femurs and and phalanges and just all these bones just as like flies like broke open a pinata the ground is just littered with them uh worst pinata ever <laughs> yeah surprise kids <laughs> all right here's a femur up next is vipera all right well uh vipera is gonna run over here um vipera is gonna claw okay all right. Does a 18 hit? It does. Ugh. Uh, for 8 damage. Oh, sorry. For 17 damage. 
It's and a big difference. Yeah, a huge difference. <laughs> uh, plus a minus two to AC and uh, one damage to... Uh, you know what? I'm just going to do it to Khan. Might as well can it's strength or dex oh it's, oh right dex okay i'm gonna do it to dex <laughs> i don't know why i keep on thinking it's kind of is part of it but yep one damage to dex okay good stuff up next is rogar okay so rogar takes a five foot step back from the crow and he's going to uh, power up a pushing infusion with some gather power and take a shot at the red one that just you know, raked me across the face a little. Okay. That is a 17 to hit. 17's gonna hit. And uh, I very much did not appreciate that, so I just dealt 20 damage to it. <laughs> a little of feathers is all that remains <laughs> in the wake nice. of your uh, air blast. Nice. I just Randy Johnson this bird. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Up next is Uhtred. Seems like pretty much got this shit under control. So Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step back, and then he'll use his standard action to make a move action to, to like, behind the Lias. Okay. Nah. Let these guys do the heavy lifting while still feeling the effects, still picking bone shards out of my body. So, uh, so what... What you would like to do in that situation is make a full withdraw. Sure. Yes, uh, that is what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so Uhtred makes a tactical retreat, and it is the Witch Crow's turn again. And it's going to claw claw the... Uh, uh, it's going to claw claw on Vipira. It's a claw off. <laughs> I know who my money's on. <laughs> Me Die too. by the claw, live by the claw. <laughs> That's a 14 to hit. Nope. Ooh, and a natural 20. Oh. Or, uh, sorry, natural 19. So not a crit, but that is definitely a hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like... What? And you take four points of damage, and it rakes you right across the face. And Thalias, you're up. So I'm just going to waltz over here and blast it. And I'll use a sharp shovel this time. Okay. Kind of use it as like a, like a spear, you know, two hands shove it up in the air sure yeah 10 10 will not hit the witch crow oh i was afraid of that and it's viper's turn it's gonna be a cloth i'm gonna bring it so does a 16 hit yes 15 damage nope you're not flanking i'm not fucking flanking six damage <laughs> god damn it joe <laughs> dude All i right. thought i was in the perfect spot you're saying that's not the perfect spot it's subjective. Uh, okay. Uh, Crow's still moving. And uh, 22 to hit. 22 hits. For another six damage, which is apparently my minimum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With oh that God. last six points of damage, you take the Witch Crow down. Oh. Woo! Those Witch Crows were kind of pointless. I mean, like... I they mean, probably also uh, informed other people. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, they dealt a fair amount of damage to you guys. They, they hit Roka, or they hit uh, Uhtred, and they hit Vipira. Yeah, I think for a grand total of 10 damage between three attacks. I can beef up the enemies if you guys think it's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no I, well, I was... 
But that's what I was just saying. I think the point of the witch crows was more to show us how far we've come because they were like, you know, kind of a tough fight back at the Rustler's Coffer ghost town. And this time we're they were just kind of like mild annoyances that we just kind of swatted. Yeah, and you only fought one of them in Rustler's Coffer. Now you're fighting two of them. And yeah, they were pretty, uh, pretty uh, low priority enemies. But yeah, now that the fight is done, uh, Rogier is going to kind of stagger over towards Thalias and and nicely beg him for a heal as I pull shards of bone out of my clothes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, you and me both. Thalias, uh, I'll, I'll take one serving of your life juice, please. Yes, gather around, gather around. And I'll expend two charges of lay on hands for my aura healing. The oh, good can you, stuff. Can you imagine if you had to, you had to do one... Lay on hands per person still? Ugh. No. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to think about it. The interesting thing is... Nice, nice. That's so good. The interesting thing is that's 10 healing for everyone. Yeah. Boom. Your life juice is so good. So the interesting thing is the text is that you channel energy as a cleric of your level. So when... Once Thalias reaches 5th level, if he makes it that far, uh, his channel energy energy will heal 3d6 to everybody with two uses of lay on hands. But his lay on hands won't go up to 3d6 until 6th level. So That's so weird. Okay. All right. uh, Alrighty. uh, Anybody detecting magic here? And Uh, evil. Always. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) <laughs> nice uh, Uhtred you're detecting uh, several magical auras several you say I say after some uh, after some pinpointing of these auras uh, you find a uh, kind of like lodged in like a what maybe used to be a like a bird's nest in the the rubble that used to be the bone rot willow uh, you find a magical ring you find a magical scroll, you find a strange-looking gem that also has a magical aura, and you find an ion stone. Oh. Ooh. We like those. Yes. <clears throat> All right, so we need some spellcrafts here? Yes. How many do we need? Four. Okay, now before I roll spellcraft, I'm learning, and I will cast read magic on myself. So I do not need... I can just read the scroll, right? Yes, correct. Nice. Good job. Ah, the scroll is a scroll of false life. Oh, really? False life uh, is a necromancy spell. It lasts one hour per level, and it has cast a level third, so it'll last for three hours. Uh, it is uh, self-cast only. You can't... So anybody, whoever activates the scroll has the spell cast on themselves. Uh, while the spell is in effect, you gain temporary hit points equal to 1d10 plus 1 per caster level. So 1d10 plus 3. All right, so uh, give me those spellcraft checks. Uh, I did. The first one, I believe, was a 16, then a 30, then a 12. All right, so you fail Bazing. You fail to identify the ring. Identify the gem as an elemental gem. Uh, it comes in one of four different varieties. In air, air, earth, fire, or water. You know that this is an air elemental gem. Yes. When the Ooh. when the gem is crushed, smashed, or broken, 
as a standard action, a large elemental appears as if summoned by a Summon Nature's Ally spell. The elemental is under the control of the creature that broke the gem. The coloration of the gem varies with the type of elemental it summons. Uh, so this is like a cloudy slash transparent gem. Uh, so it is caster level 11th. So that large air elemental will remain for 11 rounds after summoned. Dang. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, your spellcraft check wasn't enough to identify the ion stone, but it looks very familiar. It looks like the one that uh, Father Crow had. Yes. It is a it is a deep red spherical ion stone. You remember that it uh, provided a plus two enhancement bonus to dexterity. Is this the same ion stone or is it a completely different one? You're not sure. All right. Well, Trude will uh, he's gonna pick up the <laughs> the elemental gem and he's gonna toss it over at Rogar and say, Rogar, it's a ele- an air elemental gem. I couldn't think of a finer air elemental bender than you to have this. Oh, what's it do? Uh, I believe if you break it, crush it, snort it, you summon summon an air elemental that's under your control. I I noticed back in the Scaryatorium, it looks like you already had a little one, so I assume a big one you'll be just fine with. And like as you say that, all it kind of manifests... My little, little mini pteranodon and flow around yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, I, I guess that that's a good point. And then he'll try and place the ion stone above his head. Does it stay? Yeah, it stays. And you gain a plus two enhancement bonus to dexterity. Is that something that Uchard would like inherently know? Well, I kind of, I kind of gave it. Like to he'd you. feel it in character. Well, I mean, in character, would he? Yeah. Like, okay. So it would, okay, he'll take it back, like, off his mm-hmm. head and say, My God, I think this is the Ion Stone that Father Crow had. Yes, I'm, I'm almost sure of it. When you place it, I feel more nimble and quick and agile, just like he described. Are you sure it's the same one, lad? I can't imagine there's many Ion Stones laying around, let alone two that do the same thing. He must be nearby. There's also this ring, and it has strong magic coming from it. I just, I can't quite hone in exactly what it does. And I, like, hold up the ring so they can see it. I'd be okay with uh, testing the waters on it. On the ring? Yeah, if, like, you know, no one can identify it, she doesn't really have uh, an issue with uh, putting it on. She'll be the guinea pig. Yeah. I, uh... Uchard will kind of like flick it over to Vipira with his thumb, you know, like like a coin. And uh, Vipira catches it and uh, places it on. Um, oh God, I don't uh, see. On one hand, like there's a statistical change to your to your character when you put that on, but like I don't know, like um, real quick, Nick, are you keeping that ion stone, or is that like an up for grabs thing? I would definitely like to keep it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know you would like to keep it, but so would Vipera, and so would I. Yeah. Like... Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you said, am I keeping it? I would like to keep it. Like is the, the key word of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I definitely think any island stone is probably always going to be a roll-off because every character could uh, use an island stone. Maybe Thalias wants it. Right. 
No, I'm good. (laughs) I got to save up all my good juju for when um, a really nice shovel comes up. (laughs) I mean, I'm down for a roll off on it. I also don't know what this ring does. So depending on what that does. We can can always figure out who the ring would best serve and give it to him. As long as it's not giving Vipera like two negative levels or something. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that would be an immediate apparent thing. It's like, oh, I feel so much weaker after putting this on. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like Wiley Coyote. You don't know that it's bad until you like you look down and you're like, I'm not standing on the cliff anymore. And then it's all of a sudden <laughs> I've identified it. Two negative levels. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're doing a roll off. Sounds like a roll off. Sounds like it. I'm rooting for you, Vipira. Oh, no! Oh, oh that's your ready! No! It looked like mine! <laughs> oh, my All right. God. Uh, All right, so... That's... What everybody got? U- Uchard reaches over and slam dunks the ion stone above Rogar's head. <laughs> that that uh, that merchant man, he's he's always good for uh, for haggling and uh, making that making that deal. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't. He probably doesn't even use dexterity. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's my like. <laughs> guy who... That just gave me a straight plus one to hit. <laughs> and considering I'm the powerhouse, me hitting more is a good thing. I, I, I was totally kidding. I that. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making my case too. Just in general, like this is my argument for wanting it in the first place. Shall uh, we press forward? This is, ain't no lazy Sunday afternoon strolling through the garden. Yeah. Let's keep going. Meat shields. Yep. Yes. Meat Front shields center. assemble. What? Oops. <laughs> I went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, squish, squishy merchant in the back. <laughs> All right. And you, uh, you move through the opening in the hedges in the uh, northwest of this area. And several large trees grow along the north edge of this long swath of greenery and beds of dark purple flowers have been arranged to resemble a giant spider web. Gaps in the hedge lead south and east where you came from. Uh, McTana must have a thing against straight lines. What do you guys do? We go forward. I make sure none of those trees are made of bones. Okay. Yeah. Give me uh, perception checks. I detect magic along the way. Uchrid has a 23 for his perception. Rogar got a 25. Yeah, uh, okay. It seems like they got it covered, but the Lias had a 15. Vipira got a 15. You guys aren't seeing anything uh, popping out at you. Anybody? Is everybody uh, every, Is everybody just kind of standing all the way to the, uh, the east of this stretch of the garden? Or are you, like, moving through it? I mean, I'm walking forward, yeah. but as soon as I see this big old spider yeah. web, I'm, uh, you know, not running into right, it. right. Now again, those just—it's not actually a spider web. It's uh, it's beds of dark purple flowers that have been arranged to resemble a giant spider web. Yeah, whether it is or isn't an actual spider web is enough for me to not go near it. it. Well, you know, if you want to proceed, then you're gonna have to get kind of close to it. Actually, um, okay. Can I uh do like a stealth check, like like to move? Quiet. You know, everybody. Yeah, everybody kind of is. Uh, you know. Uh, they they view this for the first time, and like my peers, like, what? Why don't I? Uh, uh, why don't I go ahead real quick? It's not that you guys are super far back away from me, 
but uh, I, I could be quite sneaky and uh, get a better view. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to stop you, girl. Make sure you pull up the hood on that cloak, I guess. Oh, right. How much does that add again? Plus five, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. My pure stealth is... Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, a 10. All right. Uh, so where do you go? Um, Viper is just kind of sneaking to the uh, edge right around here. Okay. And uh, she, like, she doesn't want to lose uh, eyesight. You know, she knows how dangerous this place is. So she's she's trying to be sneaky, but, like, stay within range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing's really popping out at you. You don't sense any danger. Um, Vipera yells, uh, looks back to the group, and she does like the entire like hand motion of like, come, come closer. I come closer. I follow at a little distance. Yeah, Uhtred will follow, but leave a nice five foot space between him and Thalias because he's seen this play before. This is where it explodes, right? <laughs> Flash sharks <laughs> coming to everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now what do you do? Uh, I I mean, how how bigger is this, like, flower wall going? Like, is it just... It's not like a wall. It's just, like, they're at your feet. It's beds of flowers Uh-oh. planted in the okay. shape of the spider web. Um, I am not going to step on the spider web. I am actually going to... Just uh, hug the hedge wall and yeah, go Yeah, I'm going to really hug the hedge wall because I really would just want to see around the corner. Uh, so, like, my goal is just to avoid that uh, that thing. Okay. So you're peeking around the corner? Yep. All right. uh, she's right around there. All right. Give me one second. You peek around the corner, and you see a long pond of inky, still water that stretches across the north end of this large clearing, just south of a gap in the high hedges. A wooden bridge crosses the pond at its central narrow point. A large dense knot of shrubbery, carefully pruned into a triangular shape, eight feet high stands south of the pool, with another clearing beyond it on the east and west sides of it. A few stone bird baths stand around the pool, and just south of the bridge you see a person. This somberly dressed humanoid wears an ominous mask, and gravestones float near it like heavy shields. And she's looking right at you, Vipera. And perched on the western railing on the northern end of the bridge is a giant raven. Uh, it is a medium-sized bird. And the raven just kind of... It's, it, it is clearly aware that you're there, but it seems, uh, it, it seems on guard, but not like it's about to attack. And sure. when this woman sees you, she's just standing standing straight and tall and she looks at you and she just kind of motions with her hands uh, very delicately. She says let us talk. Uh, what do you wish to talk about? My name is Idy, and I stand here blocking your path as, we'll call it a favor to McTana. I know she wants you stopped and she has asked me to do it for her. I urge you to allow me to do this task, as McTana has become very upset at all of you. I will do this mercifully and quickly, and McTana, well, I think she 
will take more pleasure in the task than she is willing to admit. Well, I know ID. I know that your friends are back there with you. So, for the sake of having a pleasant conversation, uh, I invite you all to step forward. Vipira motions for them to push forward, uh, but you know she's going to lead this out and kind of like step uh, in one more. And she goes, "Well, Idy." It sounds like you actually care about this more than McTana does. She sounds like she does this for a game of some sort. You seem much more somber about this. Do you actually want to stop us? What's everybody else doing? Uh, Vipira has like kind of waved you forward and then stepped past the bushes and you guys can't really see her anymore. I, you can probably hear her talking to somebody. Well, then uh, as long as Thalias moves up, I'll move up. Yeah, yeah Thalias is... He's going to move up, but not before giving a quick speech. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's not a really long one, but I'm going to gonna be like, well, that didn't sound so good. It was nice knowing you boys if we don't make it out of here alive, but let's go give them hell. And I bang my shovel on my shield as a sort of, you know, war cry to go beat up this bitch. <laughs> Like a Viking warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Uhtred will move forward to the beat of the shovel on shield. But it was important to set the expectation that um, it sounds like we're about to die. But also, let's give him hell. But also, on the other hand, you know, it did sound like we were going to die. So Yeah, what else is new? Just be ready. All right. So, rewinding for a second. Uh, Vipira, what, what was the last thing you said? Do you, you asked her if she w- even wants to do this. Yeah, uh, Vipira is like, do you, do you even want to do this? If you if you care so much about this balance, then why are you allowing her to disrupt it? She she smiles kind of sadly at you and she says, "You speak of the balance as if it is one single thing. It is not your fault. It takes many many years to truly understand what." It means to maintain balance, true balance, not just in one thing, but in everything. I owe McTana a favor, and I'm here to pay up. I wasn't expecting you to lay yourselves down and allow me to end your lives. Uh, If it had been that easy, then surely you wouldn't have made it this far. But I have another suggestion. Turn around. Return to the boneyard. McTana wishes you dead so that you do not return to the material plane. You can find safety in the boneyard, and as the years pass, McTana's ire will ebb, and eventually Phrasma will be able to sort this out for you. But the fact remains, if you take another step, I will be forced to stop you. Vipera looks at ID, kind of like that same similar like somber smile but like also like nodding her head i understand what it's like to owe someone i'm sorry that you have to face the consequences of this and uh vipira gears up and she's uh ready to go she uh lunges forward at the crow all right everybody roll initiative and it's a it's a raven Hello. Oh. Rogar. And 11. Uhtred. 12. Thalias. 7. Vipera. 
11. Rogiar has way more decks than me. Not more decks, but it's a better initiative. Yeah. Got it. All right. Up first is the giant raven, who's going to flap his way off of the railing with a five-foot step and attack Vipira. Uh, What knowledges can I roll on these two things? Sure. Give me a knowledge nature for the raven and a knowledge planes for ID. And uh, I'll just go through the raven's attack while we're doing that. And it's going to snap at Vipira with its beak. That's an 11 versus Vipira's flat-footed AC. I'm not flat-footed. Oh, because Uncanny Dodge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Got it. I don't think it would have mattered with an 11, but still. No, it does not hit. Right. Up next is Idy. She's going to cast uh, a spell, and a a ghostly disembodied hand appears like over her right shoulder. It just floats in the air. And it is now Uhtred's turn. Okay. All right, so, yeah, so with, a, with a 24, and I see Rogiar rolled a knowledge nature. Yep, I got a 15. All right, uh, 15 also identifies the raven as a giant raven. Some ravens can reach astonishing sizes, making them a threat to foxes, raccoons, and on occasion, even larger animals. Rogiar can ask one question, and Uhtred can ask three questions. I would like to know any resistances. You know that they have a plus four bonus versus uh, saving throws against ingested diseases. I don't think any of us were planning on feeding it. (laughs) Well, not intentionally, at least. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take uh, any DR for the raven. No DR. I would like to know one cool thing that the raven does. They've got the skill focus feat for perception checks. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. We know for they the, do cool things. For the, I like it. Yeah, for the most part, this is really just a big fucking bird. Uh, yeah, it there's sounds not like much it. else to talk about. In this case, let's play the HP game. Okay. 30. Lower. Okay. All right, now moving on to the Knowledge Planes check, which, let's be honest, was the important one. <laughs> Uhtred, you identify ID as an Amuth psychopomp. You can ask four questions about Amuths. I would like resistances. You know that they resist the first ten points of damage from any cold or electricity attacks. Okay. Uh, DR. They have DR5. That is broken by adamantine weapons. Buzzing. <laughs> um, and give me two cool things that he, she could do. Okay. You know about, well, it's very easy to see that the, the the gravestones circling its head, like giant shields, you know that that is from uh, their animated shield ability. Their gravestones defend them in a manner similar to an animated shield, but without a limited duration. If the stones leave the Psychopomp square, or if it is slain, they become inert stone. She's getting a shield bonus to her AC from these, uh, from these uh, gravestones. You also know about their Death's Dagger ability. And Amuth's Dagger is treated as a plus one returning undead Bane Dagger. It loses this ability if it is held by anyone other than the Amuth, and it regains and it regains the ability once it's returned to their hand. Uhtred, you got your whole turn ahead of you. Okay, first thing I'm gonna do is to spend a swift action and a arcana point. I am going to make my scimitar a plus one, and then 
I am going to move to here. Okay. And I'm going to swing my scimitar at this giant bird. This big bird, if you will. Ooh. That's a 19 on the dice for a crit threat. And then it's an 18 to confirm confirm. said crit. Right. And this is a slashing crit? I got my LR power dice in my hand. That's why that happened. (laughs) Ooh, this is a fun one. This is called Pain and Simple. So double damage, so actual crit damage, and 2d6 non-lethal damage. Ooh, that's so perfect for me. All right. So we do nine lethal damage from the scimitar, and then we're going to deal another eight non-lethal damage from the crit. And since I dealt non-lethal damage from my melee weapon, I am going to roll an intimidate check. You can go ahead, uh, but the with that slash, the uh, the raven falls to the ground unconscious. Oh, really? Well, then, in that case, can I use my sp- uh, death quill? It's not dead. It's unconscious. Yeah, if it's... Uh, oh, it's helpless, that's negative right. Negative one or lower health. Oh, it's not at negative one. It's well, un- then it's- it would be staggered. No, no, no. It's, it's unconscious, which means that, like... But like you did having non-lethal nine... damage doesn't lower the amount of actual uh, hit points you have saying. remaining. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Up next is Rogar. Well, I suppose Rogar is going to walk on up to stand next to Vipera and shoot a blast at uh, the floaty grave lady. Okie dokie. Oh, oh no. shit. Um, no. So that's a natural one. Uh oh. But that is a twenty-two to confirm. All right, that does not confirm the fumble. Woo! Okay. <laughs> nice save. Okay, it is now uh, Vipira's turn. So Vipira's gonna was kind of surprised that it went down that quickly, uh, and so she's gonna I mean, he bump critted. up here. He crit it, but he only did seventeen damage. So I mean, it's not like it was a ton of damage. Right, and also Nick, like you it. only dealt seventeen damage. <laughs> Well, when the the guy who said it is dealing seventeen damage and not even coming close to max rolling, <laughs> like oh, well, I think I, I think twenty is his max, so that would be close. No, no, no my max is like twenty twenty two. Is that movement a charge, Vipera? You know what? Yeah, it is twenty one uh, to hit. Uh, yeah, that's gonna hit for six damage. God, every single one of them just ones. And that'll be uh, my turn. Okay. And it's now Thalias' turn. I am going to follow Vipira's lead and charge right at this bitch. Well. Respectfully. It won't be a charge, but okay. All right. Well, I move up to her chargely. Not charging. Sure. She knows what's coming. You got that charge energy. Yeah, charge energy. And then I hit her with a big old shuffle. And uh, let's do sharp shuffle. Ooh, okay. Dang. I rolled a 10. Yeah, 10's not going to hit. Yeah. I was afraid of that. Oh. Well, that's all I got. Until next turn. All right. Heidi's going to take a five-foot step back. She's going to cast a spell. Which spell? Uh, is anybody going to roll spellcraft to find out? Yep. A 26 spellcraft. Uh, much less. Six. Uhtred would have no problem identifying this spell called Chill Touch. 
a good spell. Yeah. And she, so she casts Chill Touch, and the spectral disembodied hand floating over her head glows an icy blue energy and then shoots out at Thalias to, del- to deliver the charge. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. That's a 20 versus your touch AC. Oh, let me check. It's definitely going to hit. What? My touch AC is 21. No, your regular AC is oh, 21. That... Oh, damn it. All right, uh, give me a fortitude save, Thalias. Fuck, okay, okay, okay. Come on, Shaylin. Me and you, pal. 22. All right, you uh, you resist the one point of strength damage. Naturally. But you take three points of negative energy damage. That seems like a lot. It's not negative levels, it's negative energy. Oh, it's just regular damage? Yeah. yeah. Called negative energy damage? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like. Okay. Anytime I hear negative in the name, I, I think the worst. Yeah, it's right, like right, the opposite right. of being healed. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Whew. All right, and it is now Uhtred's turn. Uh, okay. Uhtred is going to. I feel like this is going to be a tough fight. Uhtred's going to cast mirror images on himself. I believe that's 1d4 plus 2 plus 1. I don't know. So it's going to be two mirrors. Okay. Do anything with your move action? Yeah. Um, and then Uhtred will move to this square and say, Vipira, quick, now get in flanking <laughs> position. <laughs> you know, I was already looking at that position because apparently Tobias doesn't know <laughs> where to stop at. Oh, come on. <laughs> well... In fairness, like, he did stop where he would no longer create an attack of opportunity. She was sitting in this square. Fair. Well, he also stopped at 20 feet of movement, which is how far he could move. Yeah, he did everything right. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking genius. (laughs) Rogiar, you're up. Get a flanking position with Uhtred. I'm going to go ahead and say no. (laughs) Uh, I prefer you just to go ahead and critter. Yeah, Rogiar is going to... uh, Roger's going to move off to his left to the east to get a clear shot at ID and, uh, yeah, take said clear shot. And hopefully not, you know, natural one this one. That's not a natural one. That is a 25 to hit. Cool. 25 will hit. Yeah, but I just about min-rolled the damage, so it's uh, 13. All right. Shipping away at her. Vipira. Uh, Vipira is going to try to avoid her attacks. And uh, get to the other uh, corner to to flank. Are you gonna uh, acrobatics through? Acrobatics. Yeah. Nice. Do it up. Ugh. Rolling bad all night. Eleven. Yeah, that's gonna provoke. That'll be a fourteen to hit. Fourteen does not hit. Okay. And she will claw. Does a twenty hit her? Yes, it does. Thirteen damage. Uh, plus a minus two to her AC, minus okay. one to her dex. Okay, very good. It's Elias. All right, I don't take kindly, and uh, it's time to bring some pain. I five foot step, and is this bitch evil? Did you spend a move action detecting evil? Uh, yeah, I absolutely do. She is not evil. God. That's yeah, brutal. My most psychopomps are going to be like very neutral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, time to shovel, shovel out the trash. Okay. Dang. 
I'm not flanking, am I? No. no. She does have a minus two to her AC, but you're not flanking. All right. Well, 13 plus minus two, 15. 13 plus minus two does not hit. Well, just remember to take that minus two off. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All right, it don't is. worry, guys. One of these turns, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really show up. <laughs> it's Idy's turn again. She's going to five foot step northeast. So Thalias is still threatening her, but she's out of reach of Vipira and Uhtred. And uh, she's gonna send that uh, disembodied hand at Rogyar. <laughs> that's a 24 versus Rogyar's touch AC. Yeah, I'd say that's gonna do it. All right. And her base attack bonus is high enough where she's got an iterative attack with it. Of course she does. And that's an 8 versus Rogar's touch AC. Ah, that one does not do it. Alright, then I'm going to need one fortitude save from Rogar. That's a 27 strike, yeah. Ooh, that's a pass. Still going to take 6 points of negative energy damage, though. Ow! Yep. Okay, uh, so that brings us to Uhtred. Uhtred will take a five foot step and he's going to swing his scimitar. Ooh, that's another 19 for a crit threat. Wow. Okay. And it's a 16 to confirm. And remember, she gets a negative two against me because of Tom. <laughs> that negative two just bought you a crit confirmation. Woo! <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, let's buddy. go. boy, Tom. Oh. <laughs> And this is called a bewildering display. Uh, double damage, actual crit damage here. And the target takes a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. Wow. You want to roll That's that, amazing. Nick? She gets it for three rounds. Wow. Okay. And how much, how damage, much damage does she take? She took eight. She takes all eight of it. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> all right, Rogia, you're up. So she's she's currently a minus four to everyone except Vipira, who should be a minus six to. That's right. Well, actually... Uh, well, at the beginning of Vipira's turn. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, perfect. So Rogyar is going to take a five-foot step back to the west, and he is, he is going to gather power so that he can try and push ID back five feet. Nice. Nice. Yes, what a fucking chess play. <laughs> Alright, so that's a 17 to hit with her minus 2 AC. 17 will hit. So she's got a minus 4 against you. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, she does have a minus 4 because of Viperia, because Viperia hasn't had her turn yet. Yep. Uh, hey, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> there's a, well, so there's a very questionable thing on that, though. Like, the... I don't know if it stacks because directly no, in the um, there's no type to yeah, the penalty. penalty. Yours, yeah, penalties always stack. stack. Oh, okay. Sometimes yeah. penalties bonuses will have, have a type. to be different types. Sometimes penalties yeah. will have a type associated with it, but most of the time they don't, and so they all stack, unless they're from like the same source. These are from two very different sources. All right, so that is 16 damage from the blast. Wow. Ugh. And that's only a 15 against her CMD. CMD. Reroll, 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 reroll. I am not rerolling that. Uh, anytime your touch AC changes, that typically changes your CMD as well. So she's got a minus four penalty to her CMD. And so Ooh. that pushes her. Uh-oh. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> the chess play is real. Here we go. Yeah. You're welcome, That's, Tom. Oh, so, man. <laughs> everybody listening to this isn't, like, like you can't really see the map right now, but basically, Idy had put herself in a spot where she can't really be flanked, uh, but, because she, like, the, like, the north and northeast sides of where she was were, were the, like, the, the pond. But Rogyar pushed her south five feet, so Vipira can now five foot step into a flanking position with Elias. But yeah, definitely chess play. Matt, take a hero point for that. Hey. Yeah, nice. That was yeah. really solid. I, I just want to point out Vipira could also take a five foot step to flank with Uhtred. That's what it's I not just... all about the Elias. <laughs> Either way, I mean, it's so she yeah. could take a five foot step to flank. Yeah. <laughs> he, she, Vipira had, went from no flank options to two flank options, so. Yeah, you know, yeah. So she, uh, she definitely didn't see that coming. She like stumbles, stumbles forward after getting struck in in the back from with a uh, Rogyar's air blast, and she looks like kind of bewildered how she got pushed into this very untact tactical position, and it is now Vipira's turn. Vipira is gonna take a five foot step. Sorry, Thelias, but uh, she's gonna flank <laughs> with. I see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> now, from an out, uh, like, I'm sorry, there, there is an out of game, like, perspective on this. Like, uh, all of Uhtred's attack goes all the way through. I don't think the Lias's does. Or no, am I wrong on that? that no, that is, no, that is fair. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Help so, Uhtred hit because his, his attacks are doing a little better. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's fair. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In game, it might not look so great, but. So, so ID gets pushed forward and she's like, she like looks around. She's like, uh oh. And then Vipira takes a five foot step and is flanking with her and she's like, uh oh. And <laughs> Vipira, you're like whining back to make your attack and you see ID's arms kind of slowly raise up in the air and the tombstones floating around her start to sink until they like hit the floor and she's like standing there like kind of defenseless with her arms up and she's just standing there like she's like she's surrendering that's what it looks like she doesn't say a word she just stands there she waits for Vipira to make her move <sighs> uh oh, fuck just as Vipira's uh like claw is just at her neck she sees it like her hands like pop up <sighs> you're making a very difficult decision for me to make are you giving up or what what is this with like her her chin raised up uh in dignity she says i promised mctana i would try to stop you and i did my debt is repaid I'll get a sense mode of that. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> too. Oh my god. We rolled the same number on the die, Matt. Vipera. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. wow. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Woo. Yeah. My thirteen's not gonna do it. Yeah, but my one was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> uh Vipera, you can you you sense and almost a hitherto unseen level of appreciation for honor and duty in this psychopomp uh and with with 
with her words to you uh, about the fact that she had fulfilled her duty uh, by trying to stop you. It from from the get go, you got the sense that she didn't even want to do this. And actually, uh, Utrid, with your knowledge planes check, I'll even like just for the sake of like punctuating this. You know that Amuth psychopomps, uh, they, their purpose in creation is to work alongside the living to destroy undead. So, uh, trying to kill living creatures, even those who have put themselves in a position where, you know, that's like her duty to do that, it's really against their nature. So, yeah, Viperia, you, you, ha- you have the sense from the get-go, she didn't even want to do this. So, and, and yet, she was following through with it because like she said to you she uh she was duty bound to to try uh and you get the sense that in in line with with those personality traits that you're picking up on you know that she probably doesn't have it in her to deceive you on this even if she wanted to so you you believe her you you are positive that she's done she's not going to try to attack you when your back is turned Vipira lowers her hands. I believe you. Consider your debt to McTaina paid. Because that's up to Vipira to declare. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She says, yeah. oh, thank you, debt police. I will. <laughs> she she lowers her arms as well. And uh, she kind of just like, like slowly but pointedly takes a step like out of being flanked. And uh, she looks at you all and she says, I wish you luck in the coming conflict. And then she like just kind of pauses for a second, like maybe she wants to say something. But then she vanishes. I'll chuck that up to a win. That's what it feels like. Who's hurt? I don't think I took any damage. Rogar kind of puts a hand up like he took a little chunk and he was still kind of hurting from the, that bone shard. <laughs> like I'm down like 20 health from my max. Oh, man. Ooh. What are we what are we looking at heal wise? What do we got left in the the tank? Oh, we got a lot left in the tank. I think Valias has what three lay on hands left? Because I know you used three one, left. Yeah, you used one on yourself and then two for the channel in the last room. So do we want to use a single lay of hand on Rogar and keep uh two in the bank for hopefully what is McTana around the corner? Uh, I will say I don't really want to channel around McTana because as much as she looks like a skeleton, psychopomps are not undead, so she would also benefit from any healing Thalias did during a fight. Well, okay, but it might still be worth only doing one on you. I'm missing seven total health. I'm missing three. What about Viper? I don't really even think I'm missing any at this point. So to me, that math says still do a single one on Rogar and then we won't channel, but we'll have two lay of hands for the McTana fight, right? That seems like more value than only having one. I think so, and I mean, worst case scenario, if I don't, if I don't channel the energy, I can always use two heals. Right. But, well, that's what I'm saying. And Rogar still, who needs the healing, is still getting the same amount. All right. Yeah. Let's go with that. We'll we'll see what else awaits us. Looks like we still have at least probably one more room before we get to McTana. So unless we still have to go inside, which is even worse. Ugh. We might have to rest if we go inside. Inside what? We're technically not in the manor. Well, right. the you know that her realm is called Death Bower, and Bower is just another word for garden. Oh. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. 
Anywho, so that looks like I got healed for seven, right, Elias? Seven healing, yep. All right, I will take that. So, all right. Now with me, uh... Oh, what about this raven? Did that thing... Was that thing, like, with ID, or was that just kind of hanging out in this room? Is, like, is it still just laying on the ground there? It's still laying on the ground unconscious. You know that, you know, it's a, it's a giant raven, so it is... It's an animal between Rogyars and Uhtred's knowledge nature checks like you know that it's it's not intelligent it has an intelligence score of two yeah and also i mean just from a mechanical standpoint we've got literal hours before this thing wakes up so yeah i'm not too worried about it um what about this inky water like any magic coming off of that yeah Uhtred, yeah. any magic coming wow, off wow, that? Wow. <laughs> you don't detect any magic in this area mctana just keeps a little swamp water here okay all right, left or right, meat shields. Uh, all right, so you guys are kind of collecting yourselves, and somebody says left or right, and as you're looking southward, uh, you see four creatures step out from the triangular hedge on either side, and you see four more gardeners, the same the same creatures that you fought when you first entered. You know, I remember their shop tea, and in unison they say that traitorous bitch. We apologize for having to deal with such spineless inhabitants. And they all clasp their hands together and they bow in, in unison. They say, please allow us. Everyone roll initiative. Uhtred. Uh, 21. What's your modifier? Plus 2. Okay. Rogier? 19. Oh. Vipera? 23. Thelias? Uh, just the regular 3. <laughs> Yeah, not not the twenty version. Wow. Yeah, with that, Vipira is going first here. Spineless, you say? She has more honor in her than you cowards ever would. And she runs up to Yellow, off to the right, okay. and uh, charges uh, with a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one will hit for eleven damage, but minus two to AC. And a minus one to dex. Okay. It is now the gardener's turn. Uh, the red gardener is going to attempt to acrobatics around Vipira. That's a 24 versus Vipira CMD. Yeah, he makes it. All right. And it's, it kind of does like a, what are those like, like a kickflip, like a handless cartwheel? Mm-hmm. It does like a kickflip, kind of like over Vipira's head lands on the other side of her and he lands and he just goes for a open palm thrust right in, right in between Vipira's shoulder blades. That's a 20. 20 does not hit. Curses. Uh, and the yellow one will uh, will go for a, a double kick against Vipira. Now, does double kick mean a kick and then another kick or yeah. both legs at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a kick and then another kick with a flurry of blows. And, oh, okay, uh, how about a 22 to hit? 22 hits. Unless if that ring is something special. <laughs> I forgot about the ring. Uh, what's your AC? 21. All right, well, it does still hit. It, it, it does still hit. Uh, but you did, you did kind of feel like it almost didn't hit like maybe if if this crazy world had some stupid physics where ty goes to the defender that maybe that wouldn't have hit <laughs> oh and you're gonna take 
eight points of damage. Oof. I probably uh, shouldn't just have run in there <laughs> like a mad woman. That, yeah, but you think Viper's ever going to yeah, learn that lesson? I was going to say, that just about sums up Viper's <laughs> life. Maybe I shouldn't have run in there. <laughs> Jesus time. It's only 25 episodes in. <laughs> the only thing you were missing was uh, a name drop before you ran. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> McCain's waiting for sent me. <laughs> Although, I, I do want to point out, I noticed that little bit of growth from Viper in the last battle. Yeah. Like... That was a lot of restraint that we haven't seen out of. Yeah, Vipira. not not taking the kill shot. Yep. I, once again, she's not a murderer, and like <laughs> I think I've explained that multiple times. No, she's not a murderer. Uh, but she's not a, a murderer. She's a, a bull that just sees red yeah. anytime she's slighted and doesn't stop until everybody's dead. You're either it with me or you're in my way. Uh, all right, so purple and pink are gonna make a move action to the north coming up from the uh, the east the west side of that hedge and uh, once they get there they're each going to use their suggestion spell like abilities targeting Uhtred and Thalias saying no. saying please remove your armor weapons and material components so they don't get damaged in the coming conflicts and I need Uhtred and Thalias to make will saves fuck that noise I'm using a hero point plus eight nice yeah I'm going to rely on my save because I don't have a hero point oh Oh, damn you, dice. <laughs> what do we got? Uhtred got a 28 with his hero point. All right. Not playing that fucking game again. <laughs> and what about Thalias? What did Thalias, Thalias get with his non-hero point he, roll? He got an 11, which is pretty good. That's Yeah, that's that's pretty okay. Uh, and he, he can't help but uh, think that to himself, how pretty okay that will save was as he steps to the side on his turn to... Uh, Remove his armor. <laughs> <laughs> armor and, and shit. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I need like a, a red yarn around my fingers. <laughs> As a reminder not to do dumb shit. Don't, Anybody don't put that down asks him to do something here, he's just like, yeah, okay. I'll go to the garden. I'll take my shirt off. <laughs> we'll do it again. Uh, okay, so it is now Uhtred's turn. All right, all right. I, I remember this. I have to hit him in the ass with my scimitar. There you right? go. No, you got to sma- <laughs> you, you got to smack him in the ass with your claw. That's the only way. <sighs> but I don't. I don't have a claw. Violence solves everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, I can do something with this. Now, if I were to shoot out a cone, going this direction. Yeah, you can you can Am angle I it able to, to not hit your allies. Yes. Okay. I am going to spend a move action to retrieve the rod of ice. Oh, okay. And then my standard action is going to be to touch it to the ground, creating a 30-foot cone of ice that encrusts the earth, affecting the area as per the spell grease. Nice. Okay. Um all right, so you do that. Uh, okay, so let's see. They need to make a reflex save or fall. Okay, they both pass. So they don't fall, but the area is still difficult terrain. And uh, Rogiar, you're up. You're currently being threatened by the pink one. Okay. All right, so Rogiar's going to take a five-foot step back. Yeah, he will take a shot at the purple one after gathering power to see if I can't shove it back. Okay. That is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 17 damage. Okay. And then that is a 19 
against its CMD. 19 will beat its CMD. I'll say they need to make the the DC 10 acrobatics check as if they were walking, which still leaves a possibility for him to fall. Not a big possibility, but natural 19, uh, he's not going to fall, but he definitely gets pushed back five feet. I'll take it. The idea was just to force him to have to move a bit on his turn and not, you know, not get a flurry. Yeah. Well, he won't be able to five foot step in the difficult terrain anyway. True. Okay. Uh, Rogiar. I just went. Sorry. <laughs> Thelias. I'll go again if you want me to blast another one. No. Yeah, push him back. <laughs> Thelias, it's your turn, and uh, you know that uh, you better take all your shit off uh, so you don't damage it. Oh, God damn it. I forgot about that. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, for wise. Stuff off. Can't spank it this time. Yeah. I know. <laughs> She's a little busy. It's my own fault for not having the willpower to get through that. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Thalias begins uh, disrobing. All right. Up next is Vipira, and uh, we're gonna see how she gets herself out of this flanking position next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Oh. Oh. See ya. Oh. Easy. No problem. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.